When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. On this week's Apathetic Enthusiasm, it's time to face the music, plus face imaginary airplanes and wastelands and all sorts of other things. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. It's Apathetic Enthusiasm. Welcome once again to the show that makes you drop your shoes off at the cobble or cobbler is that what they're called the cobblers cobblers yeah uh, yeah yeah that seems right yeah Th- I think- yeah they 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 go they they take your shoes and they use the shoes to collect all of the peaches or apples from <laughs> from the local orchards yeah, uh, yeah and then they make you know fruit cobblers well, that's it, what it, they do it, it's actually it's actually funny that you're 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 bringing that up because because Early on in, in the, the 1400s or so, um, they would take their shoes and they'd gather peaches and they'd gather cherries, they'd gather apples, all, all these different types of fruits. And uh, they, they, would, they used to walk on you know, dirt roads, they would, they would create their paths uh, through you know, the forest and stuff like that. Well, what they realized is like, well, it, it, if they're carrying these, these shoes full of fruit, they need, to, they need to have a set path set in stone. And that's where cobblestone came from. Um, a lot of people didn't know that, but yeah, and 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 that's the hard hitting educational history that we bring you each and every week here on Apathetic Enthusiasm. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm Brandon. And last last note I want to say is uh, those folks used to be called elves, the cobbler elves, <laughs> the cobbler elves. <laughs> yeah. They made fudge stripe cookies. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, welcome, uh, welcome yes, to the welcome, show. Welcome, welcome. You've you've survived the uh, idiotic ramblings part of our show. Um, <laughs> brought to you by us. You also, if you're watching live on Twitch or YouTube, uh, got through the hey Travis is using the wrong uh, frames, and I'm I feel like I'm watching one podcast while listening to another. Uh, but everything is everything is straightened out now, and we're ready to get into the all important weekly ways that you can get in touch with us if you are a new new fan of the show or maybe you've been listening for a long time and you've just somehow forgotten you can always hit us up on twitter at apathusiast i'm at Mino. he's at barnyard cruise you can also find us on facebook facebook.com slash apathetic enthusiasm show or send us an email with your thoughts, opinions, ideas, suggestions at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. You can follow along Brandon, Brandon's silly antics, uh, and maybe I post something once a year, over uh, at apathetic underscore enthusiasm over on Instagram. 
And then our website, where you can find this podcast and all of our other podcasts, apatheticenthusiasm.com. Once again, huge shout out to those watching us live at twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm or on YouTube, youtube.com slash apatheticenthusiasm. Thank you guys so much for being amazing, awesome f- friends, fans, listeners, watchers, whatever whatever it is you do. Uh, yeah, and then you can buy shirts, buy shirts at TeePublic, uh, yeah. apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop or Patreon, fun things happening over at patreon.com slash rickandmortypod. And uh, yeah, Brandon, how 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 the heck are you? You know, you know. Thank you for asking, Travis. We we get we get so caught up around the tree bark, so to speak, of 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 thinking about our social mediums that we yeah. don't we don't we don't inquire about those closest to us. And you are the the one closest to me right now. And any I I appreciate you asking me about my about how I'm doing, but I want to ask you, how are you doing? I'm how, doing well. I'm I'm doing fine. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm good. The weather is cooling down ever so slightly. Uh, the there's there's a hint of change in the air that that fall may be just around the corner. Uh, we're we're getting into those those late. Uh, those late stages of summer the kids are uh, absorbing as much uh sure you know the, of, of the daylight as they can and sure. then uh sure and before you know it i'm gonna be uh not just protecting myself and others from covid19 with a face mask but also keeping my face warm sure. that's what i realized today <laughs> i was walking <laughs> to work and i was like this mask is gonna be awesome when it's like 30 degrees outside and uh and it blocks the wind a little bit and i'm i'm so i'm looking forward uh i don't know silver linings you gotta you gotta look for the silver linings in a global pandemic so. yeah yeah well so long as they're in your playbook it shouldn't be any trouble finding them you did it you did it guys you did it. <laughs> um i so let me let me let me let me talk about myself for a minute i wish you would you asked me about how i'm doing well i went to the comic book store the other day and while I was there, I picked up three new pops and I don't, I don't, I don't want to stand up and, and, and grab for it, but I bought, I bought three new pops, one for me, one for Chelsea and one for my eight year old. Oh, and yeah, it, well, you would, you wouldn't have liked it anyways, because they are the killer clowns from outer space pops. And there's oh, only, there's, okay. only, there's only three of them. And, and you so got I, the whole set, got the whole set. I bought them I brought them home and I said, each one of you gets one. Uh, uh, the the kiddo he t- he took Spike, which is the small clown, and then immediately took him out of the box. And I was like, argh, argh. and then he took the box and he crushed it, and, you're, <laughs> and, he, and he stomped on it and he threw it in the trash. Not even the recycling; he just threw it in the trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he, he uh, looked yeah. at you the whole time while he's doing it. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, little jerk. We're not we're not keeping these in pristine condition. Well, 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 he 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 said it's because he you know if it's in the box he can't play with it, which is which is fair. Uh, he bought I I I have the Overwatch set for him, so he has the little hamster one. He's got um the the robot with the bird on him. Uh oh, it's been a minute since I played Overwatch, and I used to play a lot of Overwatch. Um. Bastion is Bastion. the robot with the bird. That's right. Um, Hammond, I think, is the hamster. Oh, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. 
He doesn't. He doesn't want any. He doesn't want any other characters. Uh, oh, the, the, uh, he has a he has a Hulkbuster armor pop. Um, that's that's the one. That's that that's the that's the third one he has. And now he has Spike, the the little the little clown from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But other than that, you know, I'm doing I'm doing 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 decent. I on on the topic of how our respective children treat their their pops, I. Uh... I I will go into my son's room and find pop vinyl figures out of the box and on the floor under the bed any any number of locations. It is it is frustrating to me, and uh, and I and and I am one who will will unbox uh, a numerous pops. Although although I I'm as of late like all four of these Rick and Morty pops that are on the shelf behind me here those are all in boxes we got some noob noob over there some i think there's like uh the western rick and morty are both in there oh yeah 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 space spacesuit rick with the space snake uh staying in his box right right here on the desk hey yo and hey, then yo. the the uh uh the characters from splash mountain i went and and went and picked up the box set of, of all three of those guys. You went, you went, um, and, you went and picked them up before they were were gotten rid of. the The day that they announced they were retheming that ride, I uh, I ordered them on Shop Disney, Shop Disney, Disney Shop, whatever. <laughs> uh, and like within twenty four hours, they were sold out. So, um, and then my son, who that's his favorite ride at Disney World, was like, "Are those for me?" And I was like, "No, they're they're not. They're they're for your your dad." Wait, did um, you, did you leave them in the box? You took them out of the box? No, they're in the box. They're they're right there. They're in the box. Oh, oh, no, because... no, that's Sandlot. That's that's <laughs> that's Squints and Wendy Peppercorn from the Sandlot off off screen for the viewing audience, but Brandon can see it. Those are the uh, <laughs> yeah. those are those are the ones. Um, we'll we'll have to do a behind the scenes uh pop parade or something for, for the good folks uh but we're not we're not here to talk about no, pops no this ain't a this ain't a pop cast this is a this is a podcast <laughs> oh, so stupid we did uh we're, we we have a movie uh first and foremost to discuss this evening that um spoilers brandon is is hanging out with the with the two uh, leading characters, if if you're watching live on stream, uh, Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, released directly to numerous platforms. Uh, are there theaters that are running this, or is it only direct to streaming? I believe it might be in theaters. I I, I don't I don't know actually. I here here's what here's what I did on Friday. Just a. Behind the scenes, behind the scenes, Brandon life story. Friday came out. <laughs> Friday came out. Friday was released in on calendars everywhere, and I, I was thinking of the movie Friday. With, <laughs> uh, uh, you, yeah. you know, yeah, all the all the people in Friday. <laughs> I don't know who's Bill and Ted. So. That's 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 fine. that's fine. So yeah, uh, fr- Friday rolled around, and I I said, okay, what what's coming out? I knew that Bill and Ted was was coming out. And I knew that New Mutants was coming out, and mm-hmm. I heard and I knew that Tenant was coming out. Well, I knew that Bill and Ted was was coming video on demand. I, I knew that because I had, had planned well in advance that I was going to pay for it and and watch it at home with with the family. Did you buy or rent? 
I, I rented and he, and here's why, uh, because renting the, the money goes, uh, more directly to the, uh, the creators and the, the artists. I didn't know that if yeah. you, if you had told me that when I asked you, uh, instead well, of waiting until the next day, <laughs> I, I also may have rented it. Um, but, but so, so you went out and you rented it. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so new mutants, not video on demand tenant, not video on demand, bill and Ted video on demand. I forget what the point of that was other than to say, this was the only one I knew that was, was out on video on demand. Right. I didn't go, I didn't go to look theaters cause I'm not trying to go to a theater, you know? Yeah. Which if, if that's something that you're willing to do, it is apparently showing in select theaters around the country, uh, perhaps around the world around history, who knows? <laughs> um, but, but it is, it is showing in some theaters, uh, I'm I'm starting to get one of the theaters in my area just reopened this last week. And so now I'm starting to get the emails that I always used to get about, hey, join us for, you know, $5 Tuesdays or join us for, for that. And I'm like, guys, I don't I don't think I'm going to be there. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I, no, uh, no, not ready yet. I still haven't eaten in a restaurant. <laughs> Guys, can we can we level I know we're talking about Bill and Ted, but I still haven't eaten in a restaurant. Well th- this this is this is fine. This is fine. Because I, I think I, I think some of that latent uh twenty twentyism uh will will be talked about in over the course of, of, of talking about Bill and Ted. I, I think that sure. that's a I think that's a piece of it, right? Uh so Bill and Ted face the music. Uh, directed by Dean Parasot, who also directed Galaxy Quest back in the day, uh, read um, a few other things, written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon, who they created the characters back in the day. Who's this starring? Uh, a little little unknown man named Keanu Reeves. Yeah, uh, new new to new to acting. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he might have been in something when he was a kid, maybe. Yeah. Um, Alex Winter, Kristen Shaw, Sam- Samara Weaving, who is is uh, Hugo Weaving's daughter or niece? One of, the, one of those two. Uh, Bridget Lundy Payne, William Sadler as Death himself, Aaron Hayes and Jamie Mays as Bill and Ted's princesses. Yes, Bill and Ted three. It's it's finally here. In in it, when I say it's finally here, it's not even something that I I had ever expected or wanted out of my out of my life i i didn't realize yeah. i when when i didn't see bill and ted before i saw bogus journey right bogus journey was was the first bill and ted movie i saw what really yeah yeah wow he, that's that is i find that shocking well uh, the the reason i saw bogus journey before excellent adventure was for some reason, I don't think my if, if my dad rented it right. There was a, a movie store by our house. We always went. Uh, we always went there called Tenor Video. Tenor Video. It's not there anymore because I mean, well, one movie stores don't exist anymore, uh, and then the other, you know, Blockbuster wiped them out. Good riddance, you know. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, he may have he may have rented Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure at one point in time, but I wasn't there to to, to see it. I may have been you know just a slightly too young because i think it came out when like 80 89 something like that uh yeah bill and ted was 89 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so i was i was seven years old i m- maybe wasn't quite there yet uh having said that my eight-year-old loves excellent adventure okay so bogus journey i saw that because my i lived right 
down the driveway from my grandparents and they had HBO. And as we all know about HBO back in the day, they would show the same three movies over and over again. So I saw Short Circuit 2 dozens of times. I saw Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey dozens of times. And so that is the movie that that I always attribute to to Bill and Ted. Uh, that's where my allegiance lies in in the with the, with the first two. And that's that's fascinating to me because I have real issues with Bogus Journey. I mean, over I, it's it's not perfect, but it just it doesn't hold a candle for me to Excellent Adventure. But I probably watched Excellent Adventure on repeat the way you watched Bogus Journey, probably. It's like, I I don't know if we owned a VHS. I don't know if it was on cable or something. Not likely, because I don't think I had cable for most of my childhood. But I definitely watched Excellent Adventure numerous times growing up. And uh, and yeah, absolutely love the film. I, I, I think... And I, and I I like Excellent Adventure now as a as a I mean I, I liked it before once I actually finally saw it. Uh, but I I think I think the stuff with medieval times uh, all that was was kind of uninteresting to me. But I, I I don't know if if it appeals more to folks because of San Dimas High School football rules and and all of that kind of feel that that you know it's it's kind of grounded even though there's all this time travel stuff yeah, it's grounded yeah. in a, a you know in this area of of the world and that is, that is a, that is a part of the character of the movie and for so, southern california kids it, it just kind of applies right it, it, just, it does it does <laughs> uh I, Omar in the chat saying bogus journey greater than excellent adventure i want to know if you're watching if you're watching on any platform uh, let us know which is your preferred OG Bill and Ted. Is it Excellent Adventure or Bogus Journey? We want we want to hear your thoughts. Also, if you're listening later, you know, hit us up at Apathusiast or wherever. We we want to know what is your preferred movie prior to Face the Music, uh, because you know now there's a whole there's a whole new wrinkle in time. A, a whole new <laughs> challenger enters the ring. Yeah. It's it's time we talk about Bill and Ted three face the music. Uh, okay, Tra- Travis. Full disclosure: when when you heard that there was going to be a, a sequel to Bill and Ted, what was what what jumped out at you? What what was your thought on on there being a sequel? Cautious optimism, um, hopeful, but also uh, like I was I was real worried because. Keanu Reeves has obviously bloomed into this huge superstar, this um, well-known actor who's played a variety of roles and is not Ted Theodore Logan. It, he's That character is not the first person you think of, most people think of, when they think of Keanu Reeves in, you know, 2020. Um, so... And then Alex Winter, he's he's done some some good things, uh, but he just hasn't had the same level of um, like breakout stardom that Keanu Reeves has had. And, and and you think about these characters who are the like slacker teenagers that 
you know, don't have their life together and, and you realize, all right, these guys, are they going to be slacker teenagers in their like fifties or like, what is, how is this going to work? Um, so I was hopeful that it would, obviously the idea of time travel and all of, all of those things that, that make up a Bill and Ted movie, I'm along with music, uh, are all great things. And and the reasons why I think we enjoyed the films to begin with, uh, the original films. So there, there's, there is, there is hope that it could be great, but I was, I was, I was tempering my expectations so that, so that I wouldn't expect too much going into it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get, I get the, the, the tempering the expectations uh, to, to a certain extent, especially when, when you, you, for Keanu, we'll, 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 we'll start with Keanu, right? You go, you go from superstar, you go from being Neo and then you go to being John Wick and just murdering so many people and uh point break you know you go from point break and speed and then and you're going back to a role that uh was not a throwaway role right but it it's it's a it's a role that yeah that that was that that was when i was when i was a kid i've I've moved on and i taking taking on that and knowing that he was coming back for it to me that that said a lot to my my optimism for for the film sure. going into it and, and and with it being announced i think of i think of uh we're going to say like new kids on the block this uh, bear bear with me bear with oh, me oh, oh. for a long time old uh old donnie Wahlberg was like no i ain't doing that shit ever again right like i'm better than that i'm better than that I am too. I am too good for NKOTB. All right, I'm Donnie Wahlberg. I was. I was the kid who murdered somebody in the Sixth Sense. Okay, God damn it! Ooh, spoilers. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but that, that's. I, I. I think he ended up coming back. Doesn't matter. The point. The point is, he. He. Keanu coming back said, "Look, I'm not too good for this. Like this. There. There is something there. There's a. There's a." Uh, there is nostalgia. There's there's something that a story that can be told that is good there, and from there I'm okay, cool, cool. I'm all, I'm all in for the for the film, which brings us to actually watching it. I think. Yeah, hated, yeah, hated I, guess, I guess so. Which you <laughs> did you watch it Friday night? No, 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 no. I I, I watched it Saturday actually. Uh, I, I wanted to watch it Friday, but but Chelsea um, had uh, someone that she had to see. And then she came home and then she woke up at like two in the afternoon and then we, then we watched it from there. There you go. Uh, yeah. And then I, after you watch it, you're like, you have to watch this. <laughs> we are definitely talking about this on Monday on apathetic enthusiasm. So I picked it up on Sunday, watched it, watched it last night, uh, before turning in for the evening. And, uh, I was, I was, not entirely sure whether or not Chino would want to watch this. Uh, I know I have a an affinity for for the originals, but I was like, "All right, I I'm watching the new Bill and Ted movie. Are you watching it with me, or am I just gonna go watch this?" She's like, "I'll watch it with you." Um, 
I don't I don't know that she loved it. Uh, I feel like she she was okay when like one of the kids called her out of the room to like ask for help with something. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll come help you." And I'm like, "Do you want me to pause it?" No, go ahead. Uh, that, that's that's the telltale <laughs> sign. That's always a telltale sign when you say, oh, I, let, me, let, me, "Let me pause it. Let me pause." It. No, no, it's, it's fine. Go, go ahead. Keep, keep watching. All right. Yep. Not All right. <laughs> not not for her. Got it. Um, but I was enjoying it, and there were, in terms of comedy, there were moments where, like, the laugh didn't fully land for me. But there were other times where I was legit like laughing out loud by myself even at times um just some of the stuff that they presented in this film i was i was cracking up i thought there was some really funny funny moments and and i don't know i think especially this year it's weird because the media that i'm ingesting is not necessarily typical and i'm not going out to movie theaters to to see new movies and uh even the the amount of movies that are coming out is is sort of different unless it's coming like directly to netflix or something like that so um but i don't know it was it was it was fun i thought the cast was great and uh yeah i don't know there's some specifics that we'll get into but um by the end of it i was like this was this is a good movie like this this was good. Yeah, it, it, it. I I think I think the biggest thing going into it is kind of getting over that Keanu doesn't have a beard and he's not killing people with as many different knives or guns as as possible. That he does sure. he does he is older. I would I would say that that Alex Winter aged wonderfully like he he his he looks he he i don't know he looks normal to me and he looks he's natural in in that role the one thing i would say about keanu love him like it he felt he felt a little unnatural uh in in his character sometimes okay i want to explore this for a minute though because alex winter in terms of like his his filmography sure everything that i've ever really seen him in that i can recall (laughs) which is movies that start with the words bill and ted (laughs) and he's in the lost boys the lost boys that's the other one (laughs) but even in the lost boys he's kind of like a bill s preston version of a vampire so to a degree to a degree true so he's not like uh you know in the middle no i don't think he does that um (laughs) but uh so we kind of only know him as this character whereas keanu reeves we know as a lot of different characters and so for him to come back as ted is kind of like maybe a little bit more jarring than than it is to see you, you know, Bill. You know what I, I don't know. You know what I think. You know what I think it is is, uh, one of the 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 things I said about John Wick that made it so successful is that Keanu Reeves doesn't have to say a lot of lines. <laughs> and and whoa, whoa. <laughs> the more the more he has to to speak, the less likely I am to believe his character as 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 a as a character uh he was in bram stoker's dracula 
directed by Francis Ford Coppola back in the 90s. He was in A Midsummer's Night's Dream back in the 90s. There's a lot of dialogue there. Not a great, not a great vehicle for for old Keanu, right? Um, so I, I would say that that Keanu, he 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 has his characters, and they all kind of seem seem the same. He, he has that same tone, much like Alex Winter. Uh, but I've I've seen Alex Winter do do things not as an actor. Uh, I you know I, I mentioned that the we we talked about Showbiz Kids, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. Uh, I've talked about In Search of Darkness, which is that Shutter documentary about um, horror movies in the in the eighties. That that he is very very intelligent and well spoken. So I, I guess seeing him, seeing him in that, and then seeing him in this, uh, makes me appreciate his uh, his you know shtick, if you will, for right. for Bill and Ted. Well, and and yeah, he's if you if you look him up on IMDb. He has more like director credits than acting credits, and yeah. so as as a director and a producer, he's definitely uh, you know continued to to do some really awesome things. But um, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was fun to see these two back together on screen. Um, I felt like the the way they brought us up to speed over the last couple decades uh two and a half decades um was 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 pretty cool and uh it 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 set the tone for the movie as as something that um was going to be fun it it kind of brought people up to speed if you forgot what the first two movies were about <laughs> like if if it's if you hadn't been popping in the the VHS copies of of excellent adventure recently uh our our neighbor across the street uh just this evening asked if we had a VHS player and uh <laughs> my my youngest was like what is that uh, and then my son referred to it as it's like DVDs, but they're rectangles. When you're not wrong, you're, you're not you're not wrong. I have a Blu-ray VHS split. You know, if, if anybody needs to rip some some Blu-rays to VHS. <laughs> I don't think that's the intended direction for that, but all right, good to know that it has that capability. It does. Um, I want I want to know a little bit about your thoughts on the plot of the film, um, and we can we can try to avoid spoilers if if, if folks um, are, care about that sort of thing. But uh, overall, did you feel like they they were able to come up with a decent story for this film? Or, or did you have did you have issues with it? I I, I like I I, I like the I like the story. I'll I'll say real quick that the reveal that you know happens at the end of the movie. I don't I don't know if you're supposed to know what that reveal is supposed to be, basically right off the bat. But I mean, it was it, f- it felt super obvious to me okay. from the beginning. All right, all right, uh, yeah. So it, it felt very telegraphed. Uh, which which is which is fine, right? Because that kind of, um, we're not going into spoilers, but that kind of sticks with the whole kind of mentality of Bill and Ted throughout throughout the series, uh, where you know they're the the audience can kind of gauge where uh, where the story is heading. But these two friends are going on an adventure together, and they're 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 discovering the the twists and turns for themselves um and uh 
what's what i'll go into that i was going to talk about the characters themselves but the, the the story overall what i what i like about it is you know they're they're in their mid 40s we are close to our 40s here and there is this piece where you're you're supposed to do something great and you're uh people have these high expectations for you and you you you're like you know i'm gonna do i'm gonna do something doing doing something fantastic and well shit i still haven't done it (laughs) (laughs) yeah i still haven't done it and uh and and the the weight of the world just kind of like slowly you know chiseling at at your at, at your will right and these these two go and you know what they're 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 about to give up but then something kicks them off again and rather than than give up they push forward and they want to make things better they want to make things right and uh that that's what has always appealed to them and that i think that's why the story is is so great and there's there's a there's a obviously their daughters are in it which is a, a big part of the theme of of parenthood and um you know, uh, Kristen Shaw's character, for example, too. There's, there's parenthood there as well. Yeah. What, so, yeah. I mean, what'd you, what'd you, what'd you think? I hated it. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I am a little bit more critical of it. I think I, mm-hmm. I don't know how much new audiences are gonna like love it on its own. It, it, they could like it a lot more. I'm my uh almost 13 year old came in as I was I was watching uh towards the end of it and she's like oh what's this movie and I gave her a brief synopsis of the last 30 years and uh and she's like oh cool can I watch it and I was like yeah but you may want to watch these other movies first because I feel like it relies heavily on the first two films um both in its callbacks and also sort of just a general understanding of how things work. It, it, it very much skips over that, which is fine. Uh, hopefully it, it is, it is a sequel. So, so it doesn't have to explain everything, but there is a, a significant gap between, you know, 1991 and 2020. Yeah. Here, here, here's, here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. Uh, most people can agree that toy story three wrecked you emotionally and it was it was a it was a good most people agree that it wrecked me emotionally that or that it just wrecked, wrecked yeah no definitely yeah 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 absolutely uh, cry almost every time i watch it without without having the history of those those characters from toy story one and toy story two and having established their relationships and and how much they've gone through toy story three doesn't hit as hard not I'm saying sure it, not saying it yeah. doesn't hit but it doesn't hit as hard and and so to to your point same thing with with Bill and Ted 3 it relies heavily on having established the relationship between Missy and and Bill and uh, uh Ted's dad right uh, uh the way Missy got around in that family <laughs> uh at the in the beginning wedding toast uh that was pretty hilarious yeah yeah, yeah. um you know uh the, the relationship with with their wives uh, they showing the growth there. I, I mentioned his dad already, but you know, with with death, William Sadler coming back, and you know, 
it relies heavily on having established that those relationships are th something that we care about. And so when we talk about nostalgia, right, this isn't using nostalgia as just a, a vehicle to, to get money out of our pockets. It's using that as a benefit for the story and for these characters growth. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I enjoyed the story overall. It, there's a little bit of, you know, rehashing or, or repetition, but it's done in a different way and it's done in a fun way. Um, all of the iterations of Bill and Ted that, uh, <laughs> that they went and to go and interact with, uh, those, those had me cracking up, uh, the, the, the guys in prison, I, I lost it. Uh, I, th I thought that was hilarious. Um, so, so yeah, there's, uh, there's some, so there's some really good stuff in this movie and, uh, I, I don't know. I, 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 I liked it. I like stand, standout new character. Who, who would it be? Who, who or what would it be? For me, absolutely, it's the robot. <laughs> uh, and and I, I, I kept IMDb up just so I get this right. Dennis Caleb McCoy. Um, Dennis is by far my favorite uh, character <laughs> in the film. Yeah, yeah. At, at, at some point in time, my eight-year-old said, as we're cracking up, just say this is my new new favorite character in the, in the in the series and and the best part about him is he does such a 180 over the course of the film <laughs> where he is like this ominous terminator like cyber warrior from the future that's going to travel back in time <laughs> to destroy bill and ted and by the end he's like hey hey guys i'm a, i'm a I'm a person too. Okay. Like, can I come? Uh, I, I got lost on the way to the van. Could you let me in? I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> uh, it's uh, yeah, that, that, that transformation that 180 is just something you have to experience because yeah, for sure it, <laughs> um, it, it starts as like a very, very, very gradual thing when, when one, when, when he does one thing, and it's a, it's it's as simple as just eye shift, like just an eye yeah. shift, yeah, an uncertain eye shift, and then by the end of it, he's just, uh, God, it's fan, fucking wonderful. What, what is 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 it was great. It was it was terrific. Uh, did you have any other like favorite moments or or things that really stood out to you or or got you, got you rolling? <laughs> um. Uh, there, there was, there were a couple more parts that, that got me rolling, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. I love seeing William Sadler as death again, because yeah. he just, he does, he does such a good job, uh, as, as doing the bass solo stuff and, and being an insecure, uh, embodiment of, you know, the afterlife. <laughs> uh, the portrayal of Rufus's daughter uh this Chris, Kristen Shaw, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh I thought she was great. I I like her in just about anything. But uh the the way she was like on whatever futuristic transdimensional cell phone just like bickering with her mom the whole time and all this like <laughs> uh and then even like in a scene where they're in hell and she's just like, "Oh yeah, like what? Great. Did, did your plan work and stuff and like all this uh I thought <laughs> 
some some of her scenes were, were really fantastic. Um, they did a good job of trying to to bring George Carlin into the movie in some way uh, without uh, you know him being alive and and honoring that character through through a hologram, um, which which I thought was cool as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the this isn't a, a a roll rolling on the floor laughing thing at all. Uh, but the 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 end of the movie and the the moral the the climax of of the of the film, which won't get into in, in detail here, but it was, you know, uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a big music guy, and uh, I, I I love music, and I I think music is just it, it it's a great way to to connect to to other folks, and in in 2020, you know, as as a lot of a lot of us are teleworking. You and I are always podcasting. It's not as if we'd hang out anyways because you're in a different state. But still, we, we would we would hang out if, if we if we could. And uh uh it, it just it made me kind of miss that aspect of of the world where we're not all kind of holed up in our, our houses and on face mat with face masks and all that type of stuff. And uh so so the, the you know the climax of the of the movie and then the, the credits of the movie. I was like, don't, don't you get back in there, tear. Don't you come out. Don't you come out there, tears. You were. <laughs> this, that, that's, that's the unexpected part of this film is it has a great message in there. And by the end of this film, it, it does, it does tell us something. And it, and it, um, it's a movie that has a lot of hope, you know, kind of snuck in and, the the ideas around music and the power of music to bring people together uh i immediately thought of you not just because you had required that i watch this but um just the way that you have been able to use music to connect with people and uh i i think that that's that's terrific and i think i think that that adds a lot of value to the movie for me in in how it how it ended and and music's always been sort of central to Bill and Ted, right? They've always been about, you know, Wild Stallions and mm-hmm. and their band and stuff like that. So and even even uh, Excellent Adventure sort of ended with a, with a big concert because it was all about you know bringing bringing all those those people together. So um, in that way, I think it um, did, did went really far to honor the the original movies uh but also say something different and 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 bring uh new aspects of the story uh to light as well so yeah overall i'm not upset that i spent the extra five dollars uh to purchase it i was like all right i'll just i'll give them extra because it's it's hard times but apparently the studio is going to eat up more of that money or something i don't know sorry (laughs) sorry producers uh but yeah i don't know i thought it was good any other final thoughts about the movie uh, or or things before we move on to a couple other little topics yeah i i i overall recommend it i told omar that he had to to go watch it he's like really you, you think I i'm like yeah 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 who also said that new mutant sucked just throwing that out there uh he did i do i do heavily if you like the first two bill and ted's then you should see Bill and Ted face the music. I, I think I think it does a good job of closing out the the trilogy that we didn't know we we needed. 
Yeah, that I will I will say that for sure. This is a good ending. And there's there's even there's even a line in the movie about uh some some stories don't make sense until the end or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh and this this movie does that to a degree. Um but also does that for the entire trilogy now where it, it 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 works it builds on those originals and makes makes a cohesive story out of the whole thing so yeah um yeah good stuff check it out you can you can find it on almost any platform streaming uh they're 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 distributed across time you know, just, and space just about everywhere time and space yeah and cool. and and if you if you've seen it if in it after you've listened to this and you, you've watched and you have thoughts make sure you hit us up on on twitter at app enthusiast or send us an email apathetic enthusiasm show at gmail.com uh yeah special special shout out to new follower uh go with flagogle flagogle thank you thank you for thank you for the follow on twitch uh we're gonna we're gonna shift into some vid vidja games uh for, for the final portion of our show we've been playing very different uh video games i think uh i downloaded the infamous microsoft flight simulator <laughs> and then had to wait to play it because it used up all of my internet for for the month uh just trying to download the oh, dang thing oh yeah that's right you have uh, you have that stupid internet people i have stupid internet people that's for sure um no i just have to pay more this month because because i downloaded it uh 150 gigs just for just for the cool. game, uh, still not as big as uh, I think what Warzone or whatever it is. Um, but yeah, Microsoft Flight Simulator available uh, through Xbox Game Pass for free. Not a sponsor, but if you're a Game Pass subscriber, uh, which is how I ended up getting it, uh, they have this whole deal with PC gaming where you can download certain games for PC if you're playing on Windows. And I have one of these uh, hands-on throttle and stick uh, joystick deals, yeah. and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull that out of the box. I'm gonna set it up. I'm gonna fly me some airplanes. <laughs> and then a day and a half later, it finished downloading and installing, and uh, and then I did. And it's it's interesting. The game takes place like in real time, so it pulls in like satellite data and actual information about the entire planet. So you can go to actual places and there's 3d renderings of like your house or, or famous cities, all kinds of things like that. Uh, I can fly over Disney world. Should I choose to do so? <laughs> um, but along with that, it'll bring in like real time weather patterns. So, the the hurricanes that were in the gulf uh over the last week there were people that were flying uh, into like the hurricanes and like around them and like actually getting like a sense of scale and being able to see huh. like how big it was and um that's kind of that's cool that's cool and then and then you can fly like there's other players in the game so you, like a bunch of people can meet up you know, oh. on a private island or things like that. So, um, do you have like you have, along you have with avatars? just the, it, do you have like little avatars that you walk around like <laughs> no, there's avatars that are like inside your plane, but they just always stay inside the plane. Yeah. So, uh, but in, in terms of my 
uh, extensive experience with the game. I've gotten through most of the tutorial, uh, and I haven't successfully like been able to navigate my plane along like a landing. Like you're supposed to do like touch and goes where you take off and fly around a pattern and then land it but i'm missing a turn somewhere and there's i think i need to turn on whatever cheat tells you like the objective is right here because i think i'm just expected to know where in space to turn like effectively (laughs) and it's not telling me so so i'm i'm a little i'm a little wishy-washy there but uh overall like it's a game that's cool because like yeah i can fly but the level of detail in terms of everything that you can pay attention to. I want to, I want to figure out a way to, if I can like get it on multiple screens, cause I've got uh, multiple screens on my setup here, different monitors. Uh, if I could make that a little bit more immersive, I don't know if it has VR capabilities. I don't think it does. Oh. Um, something to look at, something to look up into, you know, it is true. It's true. But uh really interesting stuff. If you are playing Microsoft simulator or flight simulator, um, yeah, hit me up. Let me know. Let me know if you're playing. Maybe, maybe I'll maybe. turn it back on. We'll we'll go fly some Cessnas uh, Fl- over. Yeah. You know, Fl- wherever. Fly a formation somewhere. You know, and land yeah. land land in Jamaica. I so so <laughs> I I jumped out of the tutorial. I'm like, I just want to fly somewhere. So I did. I was like, I'll just do a quick trip from L.A. to San Diego, from from Brandon's hometown to my hometown, <laughs> and. I start out in LAX. I'm in a completely different plane than I was learning on. So all the instruments were different. I was like, all right, I'm just going to try to take off. I took off. No problem. And it's like, all right, get to your cruising altitude. I was like, I have no idea what my cruising altitude is supposed to be. 30,000. So I just kept like kind of flying upward. And I think I maybe got halfway to San Diego, but it had been like 40 minutes. And I was like, this this is like real like this is so real like it's gonna take a while for me to i i i should probably be landing soon or something but um yeah and then and then i i think i tried to skip to the approach portion and the game like stopped working so uh yeah but uh it's interesting interesting game i don't know that i'll play it forever which is why I'm happy I got it on Game Pass. Yeah, Game Pass <laughs> Ultimate. The last flight simulator I played was in the mid-90s, and they didn't have all this this real-time m- m- bullshit. You know what I'm saying? It was it was all based off of the ones and zeros of the programmer who designed this stuff. Um, but that that's, that's the thing that always kind of stuck out to me about it was the real-time aspect of it. I could get up in the, the sky and and to me I was like maybe I didn't really fully under, grasp what a simulator was when I was 13 14. I took off from LAX and I'm like ah let me go to Colorado Springs. And I'm flying and I'm like okay this is this is what I'm doing. I'm flying flying a plane. Okay. Well, uh, guess I'm done. Are we there yet? <laughs> guess, we, we, we there. Guess gonna, you know, I'm gonna play uh, X-wing versus Tie Fighter. That's what I'm gonna. There that's what I'm go. gonna do next. There we go. Uh, Star Wars Squadrons coming out in November. <laughs> yeah, I think. yeah. We'll yeah. we'll talk about talk about that then. Um, but anyway, anyways, Flight Simulator. That that that's fun. 
Uh, we, we talk about Game Pass. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up to my topic of, of video game talk. It's a it's a game that came out on Game Pass recently. I had to queued up. I had the, the picture queued up. You're so smooth, Brandon. Wasteland Three, which uh, if you have Game Pass, you can you can download it now. It is a sequel to Wasteland Two, and subsequently Wasteland. Um, I Wasteland Two came out in 2014 ish time frame. And it's it's a it's kind of like if Fallout hadn't gone crappier, um, and it was it okay. was it was still isometric. Shots fired, but okay. <laughs> it, it's iso- it's isometric in the sense that you know you're, you're kind of um, that, that, that kind of like diagonal third person looking at it from above type stuff. Uh, it's an RPG, and so you you have your squad of folks. You you get into combat. You uh, you fight robots, you fight humans, you fight, um, you know, desert irradiated creatures and you level up your, your squad. Very, very straightforward kind of fallout type of game. But you, you have a, a lot more folks uh, with you to, to to help fight your battles. And you can, you know, you, you have your people who are like snipers. You have your folks who are brawlers who get up close and, and, and punch and fight. You have, you know... Uh, whatever you know standard type of tropes what you got well wasteland 3 wasteland 3 goes away from the desert which is usually in arizona and it goes to colorado springs which is my old stomping ground that's that's where i was in 2010 to 2013 ish and it's i gotta i gotta say it's it's really weird it goes from desert to being like in colorado in the middle of of winter Mm -hmm. and they talk a lot of about places that I know about living in Colorado Springs. <laughs> like they, they talk about Peterson Air Force Base and they talk about Garden of the Gods and they talk about uh, Arapaho Basin and they talk about Aspen and they talk about Denver and they talk about all these things. I'm like, huh, I'm, I'm, I'm freaking out, freaking out here. <laughs> um, but I, I, I play, played it a, a good amount this, this weekend uh, it's actually co-op, so you can you can do the co-op campaign with with another person, a, a friend. I, I was doing it with Matt Sizemore, um, but I, I stopped playing with him and I just started doing it on my own. And it's really really good. But here's the problem: it's it's still buggy as shit, and it crashes at crashes at uh, random times. Uh, is it like it? Is it like an alpha or beta version? No, like it's pre-release? No, or? it's it's released, which is which is even more frustrating uh, to me. But here, the the thing about it is, if I'm in a menu and it all of a sudden my game goes and then crashes, I there's a there's a half a second where I say, do I need to keep playing this game? And then I load it back up. Uh, because it, it is it is it is really really good, and I think multiplayer is is worse. So I'm not I'm not recommending anybody do do that right now. But I do recommend if you are in the mood for a post-apocalyptic kind of wasteland type of game and you like role-playing games where you have a squad of folks and you level them all up and experience that story, then I recommend it. I might recommend yeah. it further, like maybe a month down the road when more bugs are fixed. But when, when those are all cleared up. But yeah. But but uh but check it out. Check check it out um all right well yeah i think uh i think that about sums up all of the 
the main topics that we had. I think uh, it does. Thank you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for watching. If uh, if you are listening, if you're a new listener to to the podcast, uh, make sure that you uh, head out to Apple Podcasts uh, if that is a podcatcher that you, that you like to use, and uh, rate and review this podcast helps others to find it and helps us know what you guys think. Uh, if you are watching for the first time, maybe you're catching this after the fact over on YouTube. You can hit that subscribe button. Uh, you can thumbs up the video. You can do all that fun stuff. Uh, subscribe so that you know when we go live, and uh, you can be a part of the live streams every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. That's 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 when we stream these for all of you good folks. And then uh, we're going to do a little bit of post-show hangout just for the live stream folks uh, where, where we just hang out and, and talk a little bit extra. So don't miss that. If you, if you want to be a part of that, you can check us out uh, for the live streams. And don't, uh, if you if you are a Patreon patron, uh, make sure that uh, you check out all of the things that are going up live over there. Episode three, right, Brandon? Yeah. Of, uh, it's on random. Uh, just Just recently dropped out there and uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna share an art sort of video uh uh, this week so so make sure that you're checking those out as well that's right that's right and as as always we say we say it every week every episode that we do of any of our shows we thank you for listening we thank you for being part of this adventure with us you know let's let's face the music together isn't that isn't that the whole point of it all isn't that the whole point of, of life is 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 you know just taking on challenges together you know you know anyways hey i'm brandon and uh that, that's uh that's and uh, i'm travis we'll see you guys next time bye, bye. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.